Welcome to the Tape Ministry of the Embassy of the Word of God, where God is releasing men and women into exploits through the preaching of the Word of Faith. Be transformed and impacted as you listen to God's Word. in the name of Jesus, Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, to welcome to tonight's session. And tonight ministering tonight is nobody else but the powerful Kebika. All the way from Milton Case. Hallelujah. Make a shout on mute and make a shout as we make welcome Papa Abi as he comes to minister to us tonight. Glory. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. And all the time. Amen. We want to thank God for his plans and purposes for us. They will never be stopped in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'll speak briefly on the message I have titled the technology of faith. <laughs> Hallelujah. Technology of faith. Let's turn our Bibles to 1 John 4.4. 4. 1 John 4.4. 4. 1 John 4.4. 4. I read. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you, than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. Shall we share a word of prayer? That dear, thank you, Lord God, for your word, which is in us. Thank you. That the entrance of your word brings light to your people. And it brings understanding to the simple. Let your word come in simplicity. Let your people hear your word. Let their life be turned around as never before. As many whose backs are against the wall. Let them be released and liberated this hour in the name of Jesus. I open wombs this hour. Every door shut I open in the name of Jesus. I command your people to enter the realm of victory this hour in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. The Bible says that ye are of God. So who are you of? The Bible says that you are of God. Little children. 
and have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Beloved, what is in you is greater. Therefore, I don't see any sign of failure close to you. What is in you overcame death. Therefore, there is no way death should overcome you. Hallelujah. <laughs> amen and amen. And then when we come to um, Matthew 19.26, it says, but with God, all things are possible. But with God, all things. It didn't say some things. It says all things are possible. So when we enter into the realm where we can operate the spirit of faith, the area where that all these technologies are available to us, when we see gadgets, we call them <laughs> technologies. But when we come to the word of God, I have realized that there is something in the word which can uh, be used as technology. It says, but with God, all things are possible. No some. I don't know that impossibility in your life. This hour I came to tell you that the God who is specialized in the possibilities is present to meet you at the point of your need. Hallelujah. Amen. But with God, all things are possible. I want you just I want you to just take your time and ponder over some of these things. And then in Mark 9 23. It says, but Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to you. If you can believe. The first one, it says, but Jesus said, all things are possible. The first one with Jesus, all things are possible. The second one, it says that, but if you can believe. So let's just take the word believe. If you don't believe, there is nothing that can be possible to you. But the moment you believe in the oil in the house, everything will be possible. And as I begin to speak to you, every possibility in your household, I neutralize it in the name of Jesus. And by the blood of Jesus, I make every situation which is harassing you, I make it known and void in the name of Jesus. Amen. The technology that is able to bring your answers to pass in the mighty name of Jesus. <laughs> hey. And then in Romans 8, 11, it says that, but if the spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also Quicken your mortal bodies. It means that these bodies can be made weak, weak. But when we enter into the realm of faith, the realm where every impossibility becomes possible, when we enter into this realm and we begin to believe that with Christ Jesus, everything shall be possible. And we believe that the spirit of Christ, which raised Christ from the dead, if it dwells in us, then our bodies can no longer suffer any deformation in the name of Jesus. Every sick, every sickness, every disease, and every infirmity which the enemy has placed upon us, 
by the blood of Jesus. We cancel it in the name of Jesus. Enter into the realm where your body is free from sicknesses, where you begin to enjoy the goodness of God. I see you enter into that zone. It's a zone. It's a Holy Ghost zone. When you enter in, everything begins to happen to you. Every good thing begins to happen to you. May every door that is engulfed you and stopped you, may it be stopped now. Whatever has been stopping you this hour, I came to stop it in the name of Jesus. And I usher you to the place where Jesus become your master. You see, when you begin to see what God is saying about you, and you hear what God has planned to do for you. And the spirit of faith comes in. The next thing you do is you must speak the word. If you don't speak the word, nothing will happen to you. And mo- most of us are too gentle to speak the word. You speak the word like, um, <laughs> like Satan is your brother-in-law. If Satan is your brother-in-law, then you are afraid to speak the word because he might take his daughter from you. But this hour, when Jesus becomes our master, Satan becomes beneath us. Amen. And I see him come beneath you now in the name of Jesus. Now, the next thing you must also understand is that when we see and we hear we must believe that what we are hearing, God is able to make it happen for us. Amen. I'll try to make some little equation here. In other words, one of the senses must be mixed with belief for you to activate the faith. Hearing, speaking, and then seeing. These are the three. We have five senses. But I take this three. And with this three, if you mix it with belief and you begin to speak the word, faith is activated. Amen. So when you see the situation and it, and it seems like impossible, don't say what is happening. If you say what is happening, the enemy will overcome you. In Genesis 1, the Bible says that the air was non and void. And darkness covered the face of the deep. It was a time if God was like man, God would have said that why is darkness covering the, all the face of the earth? Instead, he said what he wanted. He says, let there be light. And there was light. He says, let there be light. And there was light. In other words, he ignored the darkness. This evening, I want you to ignore every problem and every buffeting which the enemy is giving to you and focus on the outcome. Focus on what you want God to do for you and if you can focus on it and not lose faith, God will bring the answer to pass. Amen. Ah, Now I want you to see something. When we come to the mixing things with faith in Hebrews 4 verse 2 I love it. In Hebrews 4, verse 2. Alright. It says that, For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. 
But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. In other words, when we come to church, we have the option to believe what we are hearing and mix it with faith. We have also another option not to believe. <laughs> the Bible says that if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. So you must be willing to let your heart believe what is being preached. If you can believe, then it doesn't matter whether you are born here or not. God can make things work for you. If it's the prime minister you must be, the law says that you must be born in UK. But if God says you must be the prime minister, God will let things fall in place. Amen. Amen. Joseph was not born or let me say Joseph was not born in Egypt. But when God wanted to promote him, he sent him there and made a way for him. In other words, he made the impossibility possible. And I see the same impossibility being made possible for you. Amen. 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 Don't let anybody tell you that you are illegal. Who is illegal? In my own definition, illegal is anybody who has not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as his Lord and personal Savior. That person is living in this world illegally. Yes, that's right. Amen. It's not the person who doesn't have the stay. No. It is the person who is living this earth without knowing Jesus Christ as his Lord and personal Savior. May God help us. Amen. 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 Don't take their definitions. We take our definitions. When you come to him, the very day you receive him, somebody will go to school for 40 years and become and receive BA in the university. When you come to Jesus Christ and you accept him as your Lord and personal Savior, the same day you receive beer, you become born again. Amen. <laughs> he makes things beautiful in his own time. And when you begin to soak yourself in the word and soak yourself in the word, you can meet the professors and their certificates will be useless because what the Lord will place in you, the wisdom he will place in you, they must learn from you. Amen. I see somebody come to this zone in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. And then, there is one problem which the enemy will always want to bring in way. James 1, 6 to 8. James 1, 6 to 8. The verse says that, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Seven, please. For let not that man think he can or he shall receive anything of the Lord. Eight, please. And a double-minded is unstable in all his ways. Amen. Now, you have come to a crossroad. You need the spirit of faith to get out of the situation. And the Lord begin to place certain scriptures along your path. You must be speaking some of those scriptures to clear yourself out of the way. But Satan knowing very well that if he doesn't begin to bombard you with the spirit of doubt, you will get the answer easily. Satan begins 
to bring the spirit of doubt to your way. Satan begins to ask, are you sure that you are even qualified to come out of this situation? Meanwhile, you have begun praying. <laughs> you are praying in tongues. And the enemy is questioning you. What he did to Eve in the garden of Eden. Has the Lord said that you shall not eat of this fruit? The same thing, Satan will come to you. This is how I normally come out of some of, some of this, those situations. When my mind is beginning to be bombarded with the thoughts of life and maybe some few things which are going around me, for me to have a single-mindedness, I begin to pray in tongues. Whilst you are beginning or whilst you are praying in tongues, the enemy will continue to bombard you. But the way I overcome the enemy is to make sure that what I am speaking becomes louder. It intensifies and goes up. And as, as it is going up, the enemy has no choice but to give way. Amen. So if you can pray, increase the intensity of the prayer in tones. And as you begin to pray, you now no longer begin to hear what the enemy is saying. If you can no longer hear what the enemy is saying in the battle of the mind, the enemy has no choice but to give way. And I see somebody, the enemy is leaving you this hour in the name of Jesus. The enemy who sat on your business is giving way this hour in the name of Jesus. The enemy who sat on your marriage is giving way this hour in the mighty name of Jesus. The enemy who sat on your finances is giving way this hour in the name of Jesus. The enemy who sat on your womb is giving way this hour in the name of Jesus. In fact, if you, if you doubt, just give it a try. The answer will come speedily in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. It says that in Mark 4, 35 and 39. Amen. Mark 4, 35 to 39. Right. And says, and the same day, when the evening was come, he said unto them, let us go over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of the wind. And the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. If you have seen a ship full before with water, you have to get the water in the boat out so you don't sink. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and said unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Abi, you don't care? Don't you see the situation we are in? Are you not going to do anything? And he rose and rebuked the storm and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Amen. He used one of the technologies of faith. He spoke the word. He spoke he did not question the storm. 
He spoke. He rebuked the storm. And then he set the outcome. Peace be still. This evening, I rebuke every storm in your life. Amen. And I command the peace of God to fill you. Amen. And I say, be still. Amen. Be still in your thoughts. Amen. Be still in your going out. Amen. Be still in your coming in. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You will not be a prayer point. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. If he didn't speak, nothing will happen. But he must speak. He was filled with faith, so he must speak. In your situation, speak. If you keep quiet, you will die miserably. Speak the word. Speak it, speak it, speak it, speak it, speak it. Speak it. I have a, I have my own saying. In the, my dialect, it says, Abadawa. It means that if there is a stick around and a dog wants to bite you, will you stand and say that because of the laws of the land, I'll let the dog bite me? No. no. I get a stick and I discipline the dog. Amen. Satan is a dog. And Satan has been harassing us. And we have been more polite to the enemy. But this hour, Put every gentility aside. Put every ladylike spirit aside and address the enemy. In your anger, whatever the enemy has taken from you, I command you to take it back in the name of Jesus. Amen Amen and amen. Amen. When he spoke, the storm heard it. When you speak in your situation, the storm in your life will hear it. In the name of Jesus. You realize that Jesus spoke in our day. If we, let me, let me put it this way. If you work in a winery where wines are refined, by the time you finish, you'll be smelling like you are wine. When you work in a perfumery where they make perfume, by the time you finish, perfumes will be spell, smelling on you. Amen. This hour, when you sit at the presence of God, when you soak yourself in the presence of God, when people see you, they are afraid of you. Because they no longer see you. They see the Christ in you. Who is your hope of glory? Amen. So when you enter into this arena, oh man, if you have watched karate film before, when you come out, and those days I watched Shaolin Born Invisible. I don't know if you have watched that. I I ran from school. I don't tell anybody. I ran from school. They call it 12. They call it 12 then. 12 o'clock. I went and then I went inside. And a place called Opera. Ah, I finished watching the film. When I came out, I felt I was the most strongest person there. If I see anybody and you are walking, I just say, Some, some will give me way. If you don't give me way, I show that you. This evening, after you soak yourself in worship, after you soak yourself in praising God, after you soak yourself in the word of God, when your heart is full with the word, it says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So speak. Don't let the enemy take control. When you begin to speak, every impossibility 
becomes possible. Don't ask yourself, hey, this situation, how can I speak it? No, 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 no. You don't need to know the uh, factors that will bring the answer to pass. You don't need to know that. Your uh, duty is to speak the word. And this hour, I came to help you to speak the word so that God will visit you as never before in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Ah, Then, in Luke 5, 4 to 8. Luke 5, 4 to 8. <clears throat> now, when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a drought. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. He said, let down the nets. But he says, at thy word, I will let down the net. In other words, he even was doubting. But just to uh, fulfill all righteousness, let me just, just send one net. <laughs> and let's see. And Simon answering. Okay, good. And when they had this done, they enclosed great multitude of fishes and their nets break. Seven. And they beckoned their partners which were in the other ship that they should come and help them. And they came and filled the ships so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. My brother, my sister, I don't know what, maybe you have even asked the man of God, and he has believed God with you. He believed God with you. But like me, I was to preach in a, a church who don't know me. And when you hear my name, like Abraham, Penty, Amor, the name makes me tall. You understand? The moment I entered the church, the way the people looked at me, they said, ha, is this the man of God? You know, that's how doubt, the spirit of doubt comes in. I thought this guy would be a tall guy. Ha, look at him. This short guy. If you are not a person who understands spiritual things, you will let go of your answer. Because, in fact, apart from being short, I'm bowed also. In the Old Testament, I'm not qualified to be a, a priest. In the Old Testament, the moment you are bowed, you are disqualified. So if, if it was the standard of the Old Testament, I'm not qualified to be anywhere close to what I'm doing. But the Bible says that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Amen. So when men of God are sent to you, don't use the physical senses to assess them. Let your spiritual sense 
assess that person. Amen. And if you, if you can believe, everything is possible. One, Jesus who told Peter to cast the net is not specialized in fishing. He's a specialist in carpentry. How can somebody specialized in carpentry tell you that go, this is the uh, what would he say? 101 of fishing. Come on, go this way. Cast the net. No. But when you enter into the realm of faith, if you believe, it will be done. Peter said, ah, are you the one telling me this? I have taught all night and I have caught nothing. But if you have said it, then I will obey you. I, I, I took the word nevertheless. I had a guy in my church, you can't use I mean any word like um, um, oh I'm trying to get a word again. It says, it says that I am perplexed. Anything. I think the first time he heard the word perplexed, he loved the word. So he would say that ah, when I saw the people I became perplexed. I, I'm going and I am perplexed. So you use perplexed for everything. You use perplexed for everything. And I took the word and I said, ah, this guy will love this word nevertheless. So I'm imagining, Satan, you have attacked, you have attacked me, but nevertheless, you can succeed. Yeah, play with some of those words in your home. Play with them. Play with, the, with those words. Tell the enemy, you have harassed me all this while, but nevertheless, Christ, who is in me, is bringing me the victory. Amen. Amen. Play with it. Play with it. There is a problem with toiling without solution. In the Garden of Eden, after <clears throat> the lady or Eve disobeyed God and ate the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, a curse was place on man. He said man will toil and wipe the sweat on, of, on, on his face before he eats. And that is why Peter should inherit some of this by toiling all night without resource. This hour may the blood of Jesus take you out of every toil without resource in the name of Jesus. Amen. May God lighten that burden in the name of Jesus. Amen. May every curse placed upon your life be cancelled in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Be set free. Amen. With little effort, may God bring greater impact to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. He says, I have toyed all night. But nevertheless, 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 play with it. You attack me. Nevertheless, I'm a winner. You are begin to rap with it, do everything with it. And your answer will come speedily. Amen. 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 And then when he obeyed and cast the net, the Bible says that he enclosed, in other words, he caught the kind of fishes he hasn't ever caught in a life 
in a day. And he had to call his partners. Let me just digress a bit and talk on the ship which was given to Jesus. This week we'll be taking offering from you. We'll be advising you to honor the man of God. The one who has been your shepherd and has been guiding you how to make it. We will ask you to honor him. Any money you give to him is not in vain. Amen. Any car. Please, what's the latest car you want? Uh, maybe you should get Rolls Royce or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, any car. Any heavy car. Not any ricket car. Maserati. Yes, get something like that. Amen. When I'm saying this, it means that God is about to change somebody's level. Amen. Your level is about to be changed. When the level is changed, when you are spending on the man of God, you will not think about it. By God's grace, there are people who have tutored and given directions and their lives have not been the same again. This, this tomorrow, make sure you come in fully prepared to honor the one whom God has given to you as your shepherd. Amen. Hallelujah. He gave his ship to Jesus and he caught something which he has never caught before. When you are given in love, you can easily receive from it. If you are giving grudgingly, and then when, when you are giving and you don't like the giving, this is how you give it. As for those people every day, they are taking our money, they are taking our money, they are taking our money. You don't get anything from it. Amen. I remember, I don't know, early parts of this church. Some of you are new. But in the early part, there was a doctor in the church. <coughs> the doctor brought a seed. If my memory will serve me right. About 8,000 pounds. And had a boyfriend. And the boyfriend began telling him, what is wrong with you? How can you give this amount of money to the church? How can you do this? How can you do this? And within um, one week or so, she was calling the pastor several times. I told the man of God, man of God, give her money back to her. Every blessing you pronounce on her, when she gave that money, redraw those blessings. Abby, if you don't pay, do you get something from it? No. So, he gave the money to her. And then said, well, your money came with a blessing. You are taking your money. So, the blessing comes back to us. She took the money. Under two months, her medical license was taken from her. The man of God, all he did was to redraw the blessing. It wasn't a curse. It was what he must do. There are few biblical truths. It says when you enter into somebody's house and the person does not receive you, remove your shoes and shake off the dust. It's a principle. Yes, it's a principle. No, we just do it. And then things will happen. So come fully prepared. You can't outgive God. Amen. Peter could not outgive God. And when you are giving in faith, 
you will receive beyond your imagination in the name of Jesus. Amen. And then we also have a concept. Some of us believe that we can just lie or lay on our bed. And because the Bible says that open your mouth wide and I will fill it. They open their mouth on the bed. (laughs) Nothing will come in. If there are flies around, they will fill your mouth. Because you don't want to use your hands. Amen. It says the work of your hands are blessed. When we begin to operate in the area of faith, whatever we touch must be blessed. Companies which are dying, when we go there, God changes everything in that company. And it begins, it becomes to boom. May God let that begin to happen to you. In the name of Jesus. I prefer you begin to do your own business. If you can begin to do your own business, then you can have more, more of those blessings. Amen. Hallelujah. And then he called or they made signs for their partners to come and help them. This month, before it ends, you will make signs for your partners. If you don't have partners, find some. We call them master, uh, master team or something like that. Get a master team who you think together with. Change that mentality. If the mentality is not changed, there is no way you can operate with faith. If the mentality is changed, then everything is possible. I remember one day I needed some big amount of money for the church. And we have already taken some monies. And I'm thinking, God, where would the money come, come from? Then suddenly, I had called his name. (laughs) You know, the money we needed was about maybe 45,000. So, I called the name and the person said, oh, anyway, I can get you some amount, which is let's say 5,000. I need 45, so it means that 40,000 more. Then the same week, the Inland Revenue brought some monies to me, which I put in, which is more than 5,000. My associate also received some, we put in. My wife received some, we put in. Then the last ones which are left, somebody left the church. You know people don't leave the church when they are happy with the church. They leave when they are angry with the church. And this person forgot to show me that it is him who is at work. The lady called me. And I jokingly said, hey, where I slept, I should go and sleep there again because this, you have called me. I was joking. And she, she, she was in a hurry to speak. I said, what is that? He says, oh, man of God, I have some money which um, I don't know or I don't have need of it. Is it possible for you to keep the money for me? I said, you want me to keep the money for you? That's good. By the way, how much? She mentioned the amount. She says, I am bringing it. I said, no, don't bring it. Stay wherever you are. I'm coming for it. Before you change your mind. Stay there. Don't move. I'll come and collect. And I went and collected the money. What I'm saying is that when we begin to see God as our source, and we begin to know that the word that we speak, they are spirit and life. We don't play with words. Whatever we say, according to Isaiah 55, 11, it says that the word which is spoken forth will not go 
and come to us void, but it must accomplish its purpose. Amen. So when we speak, we know it will work on you. We will lay hands on you. We know it will work on you. Amen. It says, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall, it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. This evening, I am sending the word to operate in your womb. I am sending the word to increase the spermatozoa in your scrotum. And I command it to begin to fertilize in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. amen. The purpose of it is to make sure that your system, your whole body is activated and activated by the power of the most high. Every impotency is cancelled in the name of Jesus. If he can do it for if he can do it for Abraham, then he will do better for you because you are in a better dispensation. Hallelujah. Amen. When you enter this zone, there are so many things you begin to do and people think you are crazy. Years ago, I adopted a principle. I saw some Rastafarian walking on the street and then singing, Zion train is coming our way. He's on the, walking on the street and he's enjoying, Zion train is coming our way. Coming, 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 coming from the cold. And I said, ha. Then, then, I'm, then, then I, am, I am more gentle in the kingdom. I must begin to walk and begin to blow in tongues. And people will see me and look at me and think that, what is wrong with this guy? What is wrong? They must pass by me and turn and look back again and say, huh, what is wrong with him? Whilst you are walking, you should be able to charge your spirit. You should be able to speak the word. When the word is spoken, it will not come back to you void. So speak the word. Don't be gentle to your situation. If you are gentle, the enemy will buffet you. Speak the word. Don't give the enemy a free day anymore. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Then, Peter saw that, ah, he said netto, and I cast only one net. And even what I've taken is too much for my understanding. He began to bow. Beloved, when we begin to enter into this faith realm, when God begins to do the impossible for us, uh, all we can do is to say, we thank you. It's not by experience. Uh, one man, in a, a, he was building a house. At the fifth floor, he fell. And whilst he was coming down, he heard a prank. And then when he came down, he said that, ah, experience experience. He refused to give the honor to God who has helped him to hold on. It wasn't long. Then he slipped again. This time his experience failed him. And he landed. He landed. <laughs> he landed very well. <laughs> ah, if he was taller than me, he became shorter than me. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. So, don't be afraid to give the glory to God when he has visited you. When he has made all things possible for you. Don't be afraid. Give his due to him and the rest will begin to surprise you as never before. Amen. And then, let's look at um, Hebrews 4. 12. Hebrews 4, 12. It says, for the word of God is quick. <laughs> for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow and a discerner of thoughts and intents of the heart. You see, when you begin to speak the word of God and speak it, people who do not know you will say you are too proud. <laughs> because the word makes you too bold. Can you believe it? That I'm called onto disciplinary action because I did not pass a particular place to go to work. They wanted me to pass somewhere and I said no, under no circumstance will I pass there. And I took another route. So I was about um, 15 minutes late and they called me to discipline me. And the guy asked me, why are you late? And I said, I'm not late. And I said, when did you show me where to go and work? I said, the moment you mark me present, I am in. You must also understand that where I pass, I have to go through security. Where you want me to pass, I don't have to go through security. But it means that I will leave my personal belongings behind. And I must take my personal belongings with me. Then he looked at me. Then he said something. And I said, my friend, I respect you for being my manager. But for being a manager does not mean that you are higher than I am. I say you are the manager in this company. But when I begin to pray, I am the overall in charge of this company. If I am angry and I live here, you go with me. He folded the hand and looked at me. Hey, what is this guy saying? You are too confident of yourself. I say, yeah, because I know whom I have believed. If your faith has not come to my level, don't go and do that in your work. They will suck you quickly. They will suck you. It says, for the word of God is quick and powerful. Don't play with the word of God. Speak it. It is the quickest way to get your solution. It is the sharpest way to get your solution. And he likens the word of God and he puts aside a sword. And he says that the word is sharper than two-edged sword. Two-edged sword is the sword which can cut from one side and cut from the another side. The word is sharper than it. The word has more power than it. And then if we are not getting solution, then it means that we are not speaking the word. We are not operating in the faith we are, we are supposed to operate in. In fact, we are operating below our standard. Say, Daddy, help me. Help me operate in this area in the name of Jesus. Amen. And it says that the word it says that piercing even 
to the dividing asunder of a soul, of soul and spirit. Wow. Wow. And then is the descender of thoughts. You see, so many times when you ask the Holy Spirit to lead you, there are things the Holy Spirit will begin to begin to say to you. If there is a plot against you, the Holy Spirit will say it to you. If you don't act on the plot which is being exposed to you, you will suffer. Interestingly, people will say that, ah, why didn't you say anything to me? No, he gave you thoughts. He gave you the light, the green light, and you refused. May God help us. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. And then, wherever you are, write this quotation. I, I saw some nice article somewhere. It says that, never again will I confess I can't. For I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13. Never again. If they say, do you say, I can't. I'm not electrician. We had some electrical problems in the church. They did all they could. The, the light could not come on. Then the guy came to tell me. And I said, oh, what? I said, then go and find the electrician. I heard in my spirit. Tell him to add one more bulb. I said, my friend, go add one more bulb. The moment he put the bulb there, the light came on. Ah. He will will download things to you. Stop saying I can't. Amen. Never again will I confess lack. My God shall supply all my need according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 19. Amen. And then never again will I confess fear. For my God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Amen. And then when we come again, sometimes we say, I am weak. Ah, I am weak. No, never again will I confess weakness. For the Lord is the strength of my life. Psalm 27 verse 1. The Lord is the strength of my light. Of whom shall I be afraid? Amen. The Lord is the strength of my light, of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When you begin to take God at his word, there is no need to be afraid of people. Sometimes, I mean, I don't know the way me, sorry, my makeup. Sometimes I joke with certain things. One day, I had gone to Germany to uh, make, make a transit. I had come from uh, Italy. And the moment I stepped down, we were two people, uh, Clarence Sedov, the player, and then myself, we were the only two black people on the plane. And because they knew Sedov, they allowed him to go, and then they pulled me through some alley. They began searching me, of course. My passport where the passport comes from, most people are known for, noted for drugs. Of course, it's not everybody who does the drugs. So they called me, they began interrogating me, and then I told the guy, hey, my, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to board my plane in some few minutes. If I lose this plane, you will not only buy the ticket, but you will lose your work also. 
And then he stood up. I mean, I, I have to look at him like that. I have to look at him like that. And I said, what did I say? He wanted to take the passport somewhere. I said, no, if you are going, I'm going with you. Because the way you put me out, it means that you don't like my kind. And I will not allow you to go alone. And then he looked at me. And I said, you don't worry. You, whatever I want to do, do. But after today, you will not be the same. He handed the passport over to me. When I went to the other side, the guy said, your passport. Then I took my Bible and gave to him. I said, passport. I said, yes, this is a passport. This one allows you to pass through the port of earth to the port of heaven. Without this one, you are finished. He looked at me. He looked at me like that. What is wrong with this boy? Which one did you take to climb the plane? Then I took the two. My Bible and the passport, which they know as a passport. Not Then I added the two. Which one do you want? Then he took the passport. I was just laughing. <laughs> you know, we must find ways. <clears throat> Sorry, we must find ways to share the word to people. This evening, if you are not connected to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, all that I'm saying is meaningless to you. If you don't know my master, you can't operate in the spirit of faith. You can't say, let it be, and it will be. You want to commit yourself this hour to the king of kings and the Lord of Lords. Lord Jesus, I take you as my Lord and personal savior. Write my name in the book of life. And when you appear, let me be caught up with you. In the name of Jesus. Now you are born again. Now you can begin to partake of whatever we are saying. You can begin to enjoy them. May the power of God, which passes all understanding, be your portion. Wherever you are, if the enemy has written your name in certain places and certain corridors uh, corridors to allow problems to come to you, come against the enemy in the name of Jesus where the enemy has programmed you for shame, I come against it in the name of Jesus. I pray that our God will grace you as never before in the mighty name of Jesus. Where the enemy says that you shall be below, I see you above. You are not below. You are not below. You are above. In fact, let's use the Nigerian uh, accent. They make it, they say above. The above has more power than the above. Even though the spelling is the same. So for now, I'm using the above. God is bringing you above into another level. He says in Revelation, he says, come up here and I will show you. Ah, I see you going to another level in life in the name of Jesus. This conference is ushering you to another dimension in the mighty name of Jesus. People who have written you off will begin to see you. And they will shake their head and they say, Aha, The God in you has made you greater. Amen. I see you enter into that zone. This grace will never be your portion this hour in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. And now, let me show you something. Uh, in 1 Timothy 5 17 and 18, and then I'll bring my message to a close. 1 Timothy 5. 17 and 18. It says, let the elders that rule well 
be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. 18. For the scripture says that thou, thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn, and the labor uh, the laborer is worthy of his reward. Amen. You see, in the olden days or in the times of the Bible, the wicked masters, what they do with their oxen is that they put belts. The belt will be the best description. Around the mouth of the ox. So that whilst the ox is plowing the land, the ox will not be able to eat anything. And the Bible says that. Do not muzzle it. Let the mouth be loose. So that whilst the ox is working, the ox will also be enjoying. This evening, I came to tell as many who have put muzzle on the mouth of your man of God to remove it. Say, point to yourself and say, me, I remove the us, uh, the muzzle from the mouth of my man of God. Amen. Remove it. Let him be free. Man, I can tell you. I've, I've believed God for people in the time of hardship. And I've believed God for people in the time when everything was okay. And I can tell you. If you believe God for people when everything is okay, it's better for the people. Because the answer comes speedily. Whilst I was in tough times and I'm thinking and the person brings the problem, I'm praying for the person but my mind is not there. And that's the truth, please. <laughs> that's the truth. I, my back was against the wall. The uh, how do you call them? Those who, if you are owing, will come after you. Oh, well. The bailiffs, the bailiffs were after me. They were chasing me from every corner. <laughs> That's, that was the only time that if they knock at your door, you can tell your child to say that. Say, I'm not in. <laughs> That's the only time. And then your child, your child will go and say, oh, he, he says, I'm not in. <laughs> That's the only time. But you see, when I was free and the problems come, I remember I received a call. Somebody was in prison getting ready to be deported uh, after Asbenam. We had just gone to Asbenam and we are back. And the person was getting ready. I mean, they were getting ready to deport the person. And then I received a call and I said, no, they can't deport this person. I said, my sister, if you go to church, they said they will deport my husband Tuesday. I said, forget, they can't deport your husband. Take a seed. When you go, put it on the altar. When you put it there and you get home, call me. She called. And I said, they will not deport your husband. She said, they will deport my husband. I said, stop calling me. Leave me. Let me do the prayer. Tuesday, your husband will call you. The time for deportation came. Tuesday, they picked him. Two officers. They sent him straight to the plane. And the plane was overbooked because for one reason or the other, on paper, they didn't know that there were three people on the plane. Then, they went in to check and then they realized that, oh no, there were uh, one 
person who is going to be deported and two officers with a person. And they said, no, they should get out and make proper appointment. In their anger, when they came out, they gave him a note. They said, go. If anybody arrests you, take this paper and show it to them. That's how he was released. He left. Uh, they gave him money to pick a train. Then he went home. When he went home, the wife was asleep. Man, if you are asleep and you hear a key in the car, a uh, key knob, what will you do? She went to find something and stood behind the door, ready to hit whoever is coming. Then when he opened the door, he pushed his back forward. When the lady saw the back, she began shouting. I spoke in faith. And at the time when I was speaking, everything was okay with me. Amen. Make the man of God okay. Amen. Make him okay. And your problems, God will answer speedily. In the name of Jesus. Daddy, I thank you for your word. Touch as many who need touching. As many who are pending for operation. Touch them. Heal them now. In the name of Jesus. I heal the sick now. In the name of Jesus. I cancel debt now. In the name of Jesus. I open prison doors for your people now in the name of Jesus. Those who are not getting partners, I give them partners to marry them now in the name of Jesus. Those whose wounds are closed, I open them now in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the testimonies which have begun coming in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. And then that. Nobody greater, nobody greater than If you're not sure that you are born again, but you want Jesus to be resident as the Holy Spirit, he says, Soon you will not see me. That's his death. But he says, Soon you will see me because I go to the Father. The only way we can see him is through the Holy Spirit. If for any reason you want to receive Jesus into your heart, I want to pray for you quickly now, wherever you are. Just pray this prayer with me. Declare with me, Father, let the Spirit of God. Come into me. Let me not be the same. I ask, oh God, that make me a new creation through the work of regeneration, through the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Father, I receive into my spirit a new spirit. I am a new creation from today. I refuse to be the son and the daughter of the devil I receive from today the spirit of sonship therefore I take dominion thank you for the gift of salvation thank you for the gift of salvation father I ask that the Holy Spirit will come into me strong in the name of Jesus. Now pray this prayer. Declare me in the name of Jesus. If you don't speak in tongues. Declare me in the name of Jesus. By the evidence of speaking in tongues. I receive the infilling of the Holy Ghost. And with the outward manifestation. To begin to speak in tongues. Now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit. I receive the gift of speaking in the Holy Ghost. Now. Couldn't find one to compare 